0: Welcome to the Let's Talk podcast Life in Lockdown from the University of Edinburgh and Edinburgh Students Association keeping us together and sharing experiences in this extraordinary period of social distancing. I'm Harriet Harris, the university chaplain, and today I'm talking to Amanda Scully, a final year international relations student and our forthcoming vice president communities with the student association. Amanda talks about finishing her degree during the lockdown managing the changes to assessments and the closure of the library. She tells us about her decision to remain in Edinburgh whilst many of her classmates have left and what it's like to hear news of the pandemic from her hometown of New York. We talk about connection with family growing stronger despite or because of the distancing laws, the weirdness of ending her internship and beginning her sabbatical role, all from the confines of her small flat and the delightful innovation transatlantic online family workouts. So hi Amanda it's great to be with you this afternoon thanks very much for giving up some time to come and uh, do this interview especially because I know that you um, have been busy getting dissertation handed ready this afternoon so um, super good of you to be uh, giving some time for this. So Amanda would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, Yeah sure so um Hi, I'm Amanda Scully.
1: Um, I'm a fourth year international relations student. Um I'm also an international student originally from around New York. Um and yeah, I'm basically was just elected at BP community, um, so I'll be representing students next year as well to the Student Association.
0: Oh, well, congratulations for that, Amanda. That's a terrific achievement. Thank you. And, yes. uh, and it's lovely to be talking to you ahead of your um, fully stepping into that role. Yeah, yeah, um, it's
1: about a month before it starts. So it's kind of just the real easing into it. But yeah, thank you for having me.
0: No, and what a strange time to be taking on a new role um, and to be taking on a student rep role when we, we don't know what's going to be happening with the university yes. over the summer. <laughs> uh, we're in strange times now. We don't know what the summer's going to look like. We don't at this stage know what the start of the new academic year is going to look like. So it must be very strange trying to prepare for that role at the moment. Yes, definitely a lot of questions,
1: but I'm trying not to do mm. too much predicting and instead kind of see what happens, I think. Um yeah. yeah. Patient of, waiting. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll spend time coming up with different scenarios and I'm like, I don't need to worry about this if it's not gonna happen. So I think yeah, kind of going into it with an open mind and going with the flow is the the mentality at the moment.
0: <laughs> Good for you. I think we're all having to learn a bit more about that, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. We can try and anticipate all sorts of things, but but a lot of that is is a waste of time, really. Yeah. Um, going with what the reality is is is, is what's asked of us. I think. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um. So, Amanda, you're uh in your fourth and final year. Yeah um and you're negotiating therefore all the changes to assessments that have suddenly had to happen how has that been for you you're still in the thick of it actually so how is that for you yeah it's been a bit of a journey
1: i think it's been very stressful and i think um yeah it's just such i think it's like a bunch of things at once been like towards the beginning i was saying there's so much happening that the only thing that's kind of and maintain the same as the fact that I have assignments to do <laughs> like that's still like the yeah. constant in my life um but it's been such an adjustment kind of figuring out okay like what exactly do I need to do how will that affect my whole time I've spent here um and just readjusting to figuring out like what studying will look like in my flat um because I'm just someone who needs to kind of be anywhere else to get work done so it's been a lot of weeks just to uh-huh. have a new kind of studying pattern as well so Yeah, it's been a bit difficult, but I'm so close to the finish line at this point that I'm just trying to kind of keep on going.
0: In that respect, do you think it's helpful for you that you are close to the finishing line and you can see the end in sight?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's been a bit of a motivation. It's been hard too, because I think uh, this is not the way that I wanted things to end. and It definitely doesn't feel like how I imagined. Um, So it does still feel definitely a bit like unfinished in the sense that like wow I'm gonna be submitting my dissertation kind of in my room online and that's it. <laughs> but I think of the mm. fact that once this is kind of all handed in, that's it, it's definitely kind of brought the motivation I needed.
0: That's that's helpful, isn't it? Because it's um it must feel very surreal to be working away, knowing that you're handing things in and there won't be any sort of fanfare or chance to go out for drinks to celebrate. Um and to meet up with with others. It's all happening in a slightly uh silent and hidden away way at the moment, isn't it? Which yeah. which must feel rather strange. So if you're getting a bit of motivation from knowing that the end's in sight, then I'm I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Um how how have um how have the uh communications from the university been working for you in terms of knowing what's happening and when?
1: Um, So I think it's been getting better. There definitely were periods where there was a lot unsaid. Um, I think so my school of social and political science has kind of this like help not hinder policy, which I think has been implemented more widespreadly, but basically um we have it where we have an ultimate deadline of May 7th for basically everything or any assignment that's supposed to be handed in. Um, and it's kind of just been the idea where if it's, not the best grade that you could have achieved it won't overall negatively affect your grade um which has definitely been very comforting and reassuring because everything abandoned in i feel like hasn't been my best work but um there was a lot of questions over like oh if we're like a fourth year um and our dissertation is such this like huge part of our degree if we do really poorly on that is that going to affect us um, is everything that we've kind of like been building up towards, or I know a lot of people, even myself, wanted to pick up some of my grades for third year, and now knowing that we can't probably do that this semester, what kind of effect's that gonna have um so I think there's a lot of questions, but they've definitely been reassuring and kind of like sending us email updates, kind of making things clear, um giving us people to talk to if we still have questions um
0: Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. that's good to hear. It's It's been such a massive turnaround for everybody, hasn't it? People are Definitely. working really hard to try and create the new situation and then to create the support around the new situation. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, have yeah. you got exams? Will you have exams, Amanda?
1: Um, no. So I didn't have – I haven't had any exams this year, actually. It's all been kind of days. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it's been easier in the sense that it's the same sort of idea where I'll just be kind of like – handing in essays online anyway um so you have to adjust to that um
0: yeah yeah i feel for you having to work in your flat when you would prefer to be working somewhere else it's finding a good place to work where the ideas flow and the writing can happen it's quite a it's quite a a a personal and and uh sort of sensitive thing isn't it so if you're forced to stay indoors and work in your flat when it's not your natural environment i can appreciate that's quite tough yeah, I think,
1: honestly, that's probably been one of the hardest parts, because I've found the library to be such a kind of space I've created at university. And even in like, the mm. social sense, it's kind of where I would see everyone else who's also doing their work. Um, And yeah, it's just been so weird kind of just being like sat on a desk and not having anyone around. Um and also, I just, yeah, I find it so hard to focus. Um, and I kind of need the pressure of, like, just having, like, this big screen, knowing everyone around me is also doing reading and writing to really kind of motivate me. Um, oh, so, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was walking past the library the other day, and I just felt like such, like, a fondness for it. And <laughs> it's, like, so weird not to be able to put oh. a in there. Um, so, yeah, that's
0: been a bit difficult, for sure. Yeah. So, getting the motivation from others working around you. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. So Amanda, you're from New York. Yes. And you are you chose to stay in Edinburgh. What was it like making that decision when the lockdown was being announced and President Trump was uh, thinking about students who were abroad and wanting them to come home? Could you tell us about how that was affecting you and how you made your decision?
1: Yeah, it was um, a really, really tough decision, actually, um, for a couple of reasons. I think primarily is I haven't been home since August. So it's been a while. Um, and like in my original kind of plan for the year, I was going to go home during the kind of like April break. Um, Uh and I think, yeah, getting that taken away and especially not really knowing the next time we'll be able to go home was probably the hardest part. Um, and it was one of those things too, where I think when they first, announced that there was going to be like the border shutting down in the U S and stuff. I knew so many other people who were going home immediately and packing up. And I was like, Oh no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Is that the wrong decision? Um, mm. But I think,
0: hard to know, isn't it? yeah,
1: exactly. I think it was the thing. It was the hardest to know what the right thing to do was actually. Um, and especially too, like, I'm really, really close with my mom and it's just the two of us. And I was nervous. The fact that if she would have to be in lockdown and she would be alone, if that would be hard for her. But I kind of had the primary like conversation with her, being like, "There's an option for me to come back. Do you think that's the right thing to do?" I probably feel like for my degree and stuff, it'll be better if I stay here. And she was like, "Yeah, I definitely think that's the right thing to do." Um, so knowing that she was supportive of it, I think made it easier. But it's been yeah. it's been really hard.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, are you in regular contact with your mum?
1: Yeah. So we speak. We speak probably more than we've spoken in a while. Like we are both quite independent people and we just forget to kind of call because we just expect us like both to be all right but yeah we talk every day now Mm. really good um yeah so we keep in contact quite a lot and we've had like we've done like workouts together we've watched shows together yeah so (laughs) we try to we try to squeeze in some social time um
0: that's amazing yeah i'm very (laughs) impressed by doing workouts together how how does that work do you yeah so go up youtube or something
1: yeah it's actually so my it's me my mom my aunt and my other cousins we have this like daily zoom call um and one of my right. cousins has this kind of sp- subscription to doing like this bar class so she'll put it online like do a screen recording and we all basically have this zoom call where we do it together um so it's been really nice actually we have like family oh, workouts princess. yeah it's been really good and it's just a way to kind I of quickly check in yeah it's been really
0: yeah. fun <laughs> quickly check in and keep keep fit at the same time
1: yeah exactly and I think it makes it easier it's like motivating and the fact that we all kind of end it being like gross and sweaty together it's kind of
0: yeah. <laughs> makes it easier I get get together. Together. yeah so, I love yeah. that I, I love hearing the stories of what people are doing during the all <laughs> well, these yeah. bizarre things that that would never normally happen but um yeah no it's true as you say, it's been yeah fun. <laughs> Yeah, and and the dis the 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 requirement to to stay distant, um, it, the paradox that of of that actually making you closer is interesting too, isn't it? That you're talking to your mum more than yeah. you normally. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been really interesting. I had a
1: call last week too with a bunch of um, relatives from Ireland who, like, I haven't really seen or spoke to in a really long time, and I was like, I don't think this would have happened had it not been the situation, so yeah oh, it is it's nice that's wonderful yeah to even kind of make new connections as well which has been good
0: yeah really wonderful and how about doing in new york because we we hear news from new york what's your sense is your sense that it's um less safe than here at the moment or about the same
1: yeah i think it's it's, it's really hard to tell um because i do have two like relatives or cousins of mine who i'm quite close with who are in brooklyn and manhattan um And they seem to be doing fine, but I think it's just the general number of cases that's been the scariest part and that there are just so many. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think they're doing okay. They have kind of a couple of different rules. Like everyone has to wear masks when they go outside. Um, I think the hardest part has just been kind of dealing with the new sense of unemployment. Um, Like I have a couple of family members who basically lost their jobs um because it was either in hospitality or one of them just started and it wasn't going to like work out so i think it's more just adjusting to that um more than anything
0: that's quite a worry it's it, it's a it's a real worry for people isn't yeah it? definitely yeah yes. so and a, a real source of uncertainty yeah yeah but
1: it's been it's been hard to tell I think it's partially too just because the news has been such a scary kind of thing to look at but I kind of avoid it
0: as much as I can are you, are you, you're, you're, you're avoiding the news yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a, in many ways a sensible strategy I think because we can get quite hooked on it and it it doesn't uh, help us to be hooked on the news no yeah so it's
1: it's been I, I check it every once in a while but yeah I don't get too wrapped up in it just for no. some <laughs> self-care I mean,
0: that's right and if you're in touch with your family every day then in some ways you're getting the news that's relevant for you aren't you to yeah. a large extent yeah exactly. hearing how they are affected and how they're doing definitely
1: and yeah. knowing that they're all safe is kind of the greatest basis I've had to knowing how things are so that's been good for sure
0: yeah how is the lockdown going down in the states as far as you're aware so I think there's been some mixed reactions um there's been a bunch
1: of new kind of protest to it um and a lot of people kind of feeling like their freedom's been infringed upon a bit um so i think like that's been the scariest part is just the general backlash and a lot of people haven't been properly following social distancing at all um which is the scariest bit
0: um so so feeling that it's a personal an infringement upon their personal freedom yeah yeah definitely and reacting against it yeah so have the protests been um if there've been physical gatherings, that's that's quite alarming, isn't it? Especially yeah, yeah.
1: So it's been really. a lot of physical gatherings, which is really scary. And I was even looking at images of basically um, key like um, service workers and doctors basically having to go outside as well and stop these cars and basically like engage with protesters and be like, "What are you doing?" So it's been it's been crazy kind of to see these things and see the backlash that stemmed from it. Um, yeah.
0: That's really hard. Yeah. So people perhaps not realizing the the reality of the illness, but the reality of how it can affect some people.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well who knows?
0: Who knows? Yeah. And I think it's such kind of an
1: kind of one of the downsides to a very like a American mentality of personal freedom and really wanting to kind of be able to do whatever you want is not following when um needing to do stuff for the greater good, really. So I think it's been Yeah, interesting to see.
0: It's really interesting to see. And I think it's going to be so interesting in the aftermath of all this, um, how people reflect back, isn't it? You know, how institutions and cultures, you know, all that sort of self-reflective bits that you might do of what is it in our political and social culture that has worked or hasn't worked yet. yeah definitely um what, what lessons do we want to take forward yeah um, i think
1: that's why it's been a crazy time to also just be kind of studying the subject i'm studying because i feel like politics oh. and international relations is happening kind of before my eyes and i'll be reading about other stuff and i'm like i don't know if this is relevant now because everything yes. has changed <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, on that note what what is your dissertation about um yeah it's about um, asylum seeker policy
1: in Australia um, wow. and kind of relating it to gender and kind of um, constructions of masculinity. Um, wow. Yeah, so there's been a lot of stuff, just recent news about kind of the increased vulnerability asylum seekers have, either whether they're in kind of detention centers um, or refugee camps as well. So, yeah, it's been interesting and kind of scary, to read about that as well yeah
0: yeah yeah so they're they're a, a, a vulnerable um section of of humanity aren't they yeah yeah uh, i mean vulnerable anyway but particularly vulnerable mm-hmm. now as well with not and not that many people perhaps looking in that direction
1: yeah exactly i think it's too i because you know we all feel a bit trapped in our own homes but also our home is kind of our safe place in a time like this and when you don't have that safe space it just is yeah incredibly difficult um yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah gosh um Amanda tell us what it's like uh being in Edinburgh at the moment with so many students no longer there
1: yeah it's it's pretty weird it definitely feels like a completely different city or completely different to the way that I've like usually experienced it um because I feel like I'm so used to kind of just going from university back to my flat and kind of staying within that bubble. Um, but now, yeah, I just feel like I've <laughs> I'm in, I'm kind of in Edinburgh, but basically just in my flat that's here. And that's my like ecosystem now. <laughs> um I had a call with a bunch of, um my friends and I was the only one who's still in the city and they were kind of like oh we really miss Edinburgh how is it and I'm like it's nothing like yeah. the Edinburgh you're missing <laughs> It's <basically, laughs> there's there's not too much um it's nice having the meadows I think that's my favorite part just walking around there but yeah it's strange to not really see anyone
0: um yeah 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 so in the university but, but no sort of sense of university life happening in, in the real world I suppose as, as opposed to the virtual world
1: yeah definitely yeah it's yeah like I, I'll go and walk around and I'll see people I know but it's that thing where we just kind of wave at each other in the distance and keep going like there's no real sense of kind of catching up with anyone or talking about kind of our lives
0: um such a, it's so kind of counter to um our intuitive way of behaving when we see someone we know isn't it we want to you yeah. know and uh you know, have a conversation, yeah, yeah. Physically interact. Exactly. Yeah, just give them a hug. I think is what I missed <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I, I know lots. I'm talking to lots of people who are really missing hugs. Yeah. Uh, especially if they're living, you know, they're not living with anyone who would give them a hug. You know, know. <laughs> maybe they're completely on their own or just not with not with healthy people.
1: Yeah. It used to be one of my flatmates in the morning. I would kind of just come in when we both woke up, but we'd just kind of like hug and lie in bed together just to start the day, just to be like, oh. okay, <laughs> yeah. some physical yeah. interaction, and then we can move (laughs)
0: fun yeah you've also been doing uh an internship haven't you with the university yes yeah and yeah can you tell us a bit about that and and what what it's like what it's been like to um move you know to, to see that one through and move out of that during this time
1: yeah so I started an internship um with the information services department, um, at the beginning of September. And it was just kind of a part-time thing where I would go in nine to five once a week. Um, and basically I had, I took two weeks off, um, during campaign season for the upcoming use of elections. Um, and the week after that I found out, I got it, I realized I couldn't come back to the office. Um, so it was basically like, yeah, no real, real proper kind of like awareness that, that was my last time being there or seeing everyone in person. um, yeah so yeah I soon found out I would have to be kind of working from home Um, and I think it was difficult in the sense that like I had some projects or things I needed to do that I kind of needed the computer software for or like specific kind of like laptops for and the fact that I just didn't have that and kind of had to reassess how I go about certain things was very strange Um, and I just kind of wrapped up that internship last week as well and it was A very weird goodbye because I couldn't properly like see my managers or tell them thank you. Um, Mm.
0: Yeah, so it's it's been pretty weird. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a weird ending, a sort of almost like a fizzling out, I suppose, rather than a, uh, you know. you have to just kind of fade away for in the in the remote world rather than yeah. go around and say thank you and have some tea and cake together or yeah. go out for beer or whatever you might otherwise have done. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It was just such a weird kind of, yeah,
1: I was, we had like a nice kind of like team meeting that I got included to just so I could kind of see everyone for the last time and say bye and stuff. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and yeah. I guess part of it too is like luckily that I'll still be kind of working in the university next year that i could always if there's the opportunity
0: just go and kind yes. of say hi <laughs> so that's, that's true beautiful. that's true yeah because yeah, you'll be here you'll be here with the user team and uh exactly that you can go and see them yeah, yeah.
1: so yeah. that's been yeah. good as well that's kind of made it a bit easier
0: yeah yeah um what are you finding are the uh sort of biggest challenges about this lockdown yeah i think it's kind of
1: just space or at least I live in a very small flat um with no real outdoor space and our windows mm. don't work so we can't really open them oh no yeah oh, okay. so i think that's oh. been the hardest thing to really adjust to is the fact that i just like can't kind of leave the confined area um it's been hard and of course there's like the walks once a day um which i definitely take and use but Yeah, it's been hard to kind of not be able to move around as much as I'm used to, or kind of escape the like kitchen or bedroom area in general. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I think that's for sure been the hardest
0: part. Yeah, that's that sounds tough. Are the meadows very busy with people taking their daily walk?
1: Yeah, it depends. It can be quite busy, which has been slightly concerning, Um, but. Yeah, Yeah, it's gotten a lot better. Um, And I think there's been quite a lot of police activity around there too, making sure people are properly doing what they're supposed to. Um, Yeah, yeah, so it has gotten better. But on the really sunny days, it is quite crowded. So it's a little, (laughs) I try to spread out and walk somewhere else.
0: it's funny isn't it and I I don't live in Edinburgh itself so I'm thinking it's weeks since I've seen the meadows and I don't know when I'll next see them yeah um, (laughs) you know so it's like having to ask you what is it like what are the meadows like (laughs) yeah Um, I think
1: I find it crazy because I've never walked around the meadows that much in my life like I've never taken advantage of it as fully as mm -hmm. I have now um, and usually when I'm there, I'm kind of just sitting outside or, like, I remember this time last year when it was really nice out, everyone was having, like, picnics and, like, barbecues. And it's so sad just kind of having to walk around and not be able to sit.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'll be nice to find some way um, of marking the graduation and the end of your university time, won't it, given that it can't happen in the usual way. Yeah. You can't all be... There is as kind of, you know, peers in your year group having barbecues and picnics Mm -hmm. and going to the McEwen Hall. So um, I don't know if you've been thinking about that at all. Yeah. uh, (laughs) You know how you want to mark your graduation. Yeah, I think Um, finding out actually that the graduation was cancelled was also one of
1: the hardest parts uh, for me personally as well bizarrely because I I had a bunch of family members who had already bought tickets or were planning on coming down and there was going to be like 15 of them. Like it was going to be this big kind of family gathering and most of them hadn't uh, properly visited anyway. So kind of having that end and having to like send an email around to all of them being like, sorry guys, it's not happening. was so hard. Um, Yeah.
0: that's really hard. Yeah.
1: But I think uh, we're trying to figure it out if it gets to the point where kind of things are more at ease and you can start to see people again. I think whoever I know that's left in Edinburgh, we're going to do something. <laughs> Good. And yep. yeah, we don't know when it'll be, but we'll find some way to kind of just have a little celebration with ourselves. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. So it's just kind of uh, delaying, delaying it instead of
0: delaying it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something, something will be, what something in some shape or form will be able to happen in the future. Exactly. We just don't know quite what it's going to look like. Yeah. 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 And are there things that you're discovering or enjoying that wouldn't have happened uh, were we were we not in this situation? Yeah, I think it's um,
1: I'm not somebody who usually kind of stays in the flat very much. So I think I've just gotten a lot more as much as it's been kind of um, stuffy to kind of be inside. It's been really nice just kind of being with my flatmates all the time because I'm usually so busy and running around that we spent the first couple of weeks all together just spending like more time than we'd spent throughout the whole year, which was really, really lovely. Um, And I've definitely gotten more into cooking and more into exercising too, which have been kind of added benefits. Um, Yeah. So that's been kind of at least some sort of positives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So something about being confined makes you dig into the place where you are and find what you can do there. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think it's been... Yeah, I
1: I don't usually spend a lot of time in my room, but now that I've kind of been there, I've been like going through all this like stuff that I hadn't even properly unpacked, <laughs> and kind of like yeah. finding out um a lot more about my space, which has been kind of nice, and I have a lot more appreciation for it. I think
0: um, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, that's a lovely and a positive note to end on, Amanda, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for, um, for 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 your time. And as I say I know that you're really busy with all your assignments and meeting deadlines and things so it's great that you've made some time for this conversation today yeah, no worries
1: thank you for having me i've been saying it's been one of those weird things where even though there's not like formal things to do you still end up being so busy <laughs> regardless of kind of just being in the home how does that happen yes. <laughs> yeah exactly but no this has been so nice thank you so much for having me
0: uh, thanks amanda you take care thanks good luck with uh, all the all the finishing of the degree <laughs> thank you so much okay bye then bye For the latest University COVID-19 advice and news, go to the University of Edinburgh website and you'll find all the links you need at the top of the homepage. If you would like to discuss any issues affecting you from this podcast or would like welfare support during lockdown, you can contact the University's Listening Service by emailing listening.service at ed.ac.uk. The Listening Service is run by the Chaplaincy and is for all Edinburgh students and staff.